Okay, everybody, welcome back uh, to the final Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins, uh, college basketball edition, as we sit on this championship eve, a gorgeous day today, um, and only fitting after an unbelievable pair of games on Saturday between Duke and North Carolina and Villanova in Kansas. We'll get to all of that. However... We have a special guest joining me and Skip today on the College Basketball Show. It's our boy and unfortunate Kansas fan, Nick Masoner. Quick story on Nick Masoner. Um, he's an idiot. And with that, Nick, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing a lot better than Skip's doing, that's for sure, and being a Duke fan. Yeah. Uh, give me your quick just initial thoughts from the game yesterday. Probably pretty positive, I'd have to say. Um, there was never a – sense of worry in that game yesterday we were up double digits within a few minutes they got within six but then 20 seconds later we would hit a three and go right back up double digits so you're telling me you weren't worried for a couple of seconds when you would it became a six-point game Gillespie kind of was getting the boys juiced up a little bit no wasn't worried it's all Slater that Slater guy made a few threes that was annoying but it's not like we were playing bad they made shots we'd go right back down and make a shot too yeah, it really did seem like that. Um, when Kansas is on, they're on, and we'll get to their championship matchup here in a, in a second. But um, they've been on for a hundred years, buddy. <laughs> if you, you get you get McCormick giving you twenty plus, uh, it's going to be really difficult to beat them. Um, and God, dude, I'd love to won, but we'll get to Kansas in a second. Good to have you on, Nick. I'm glad you're here. Um, and at the biggest game of the entire season. So what better time to have you on? Skeeby, flip over to your side of the bracket here. Um, I hate this one for you, uh, but I do kind of – it was kind of 16 Carolina win from my perspective. Um, just your thoughts on your game yesterday and, uh, and, and maybe quick uh, season overall. I mean, it's a pretty successful season at the end of the day. Yeah, Nick said it best, man. Um, wish I could be a lot better than I am right now. It's pretty tough. I mean, that's just as tough of a loss as you could possibly get. Um, to have your arch rival knock you out of the final four and for that, that to be the very first time that they ever play in the tournament. Uh, you know, all the chips were, uh, were in our hand and, and it was looking good. And we had all the storyline going for us with Coach K and everything. And um I really did think that we were going to make the championship game. But uh, like you said, man, I mean, we still had a really good season. Uh, it's kind of hard to look at that right now at this moment. But, um, you know, it's definitely going to be weird not having Coach K over there on the sideline from now on. And uh, just, a, just a, a great basketball game, like you said. Can't take, can't take anything away from that. Um, and I would have some some choice words for for North Carolina, but that's that's the topic for another day. But yeah, man, I'm still proud to be a Duke fan. So it's uh, at the end of the day, man, it's it's all good. Yeah, um, it was a phenomenal basketball game. Uh, Kansas uh, Villanova wasn't nearly as good. I mean, it wasn't a horrible game, but um, Kansas controlled the whole time. I really didn't know who was going to win until like the last eight seconds of the game. Um, it was really back and forth. And it was a lot of fun to watch. But um, North Carolina prevails. Um, two straight losses to the Tar Heels to end Coach K's career. It's it's tough. 
And Dude, the fact that uh, Coach K's first career loss ever at Duke was actually against Carolina, his last home game of his career at Duke at Cameron Indoor Stadium, lost to Carolina. And then his last game of his entire career, a loss to Carolina in the Final Four. So, yeah, that's just just as tough as it gets, man. Damn, I didn't know that. That's uh, that's crazy, uh, dude. Nick, how long? How old is Bill Self? Like, how long is he gonna be at Kansas? I mean, I know he signed that lifetime deal, but he's not even close to being as old as those guys. I mean, yeah, he's not. I mean, I look that up. He's not past sixty. No way. And he's no. still balling. I mean, he owns that. He owns that conference. He's literally the commissioner. Yeah, it's he's, crazy. He's, he's fifty-nine. Oh, he'll coach there for what? Another at least eleven years, twelve years. Yeah, hopefully, he gives us another decade. I mean, that's going to be at least five more championships too. Uh, <laughs> well, that's ten yeah. more Big Twelve titles, five more national championships. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, but... e- easy, easy there, Masoner. They they've been they've been controlling the Big Twelve, but haven't really been uh, putting too many banners up as far as national titles. Yeah, when they go up against the old Bucknell Fighting Bucks or whatever they are, they can't seem to uh, close the deal. Um, they're actually, you know what? To be quite, to be completely honest and fair to Kansas, they're actually really lucky they didn't have to play St. Peter's because I've got a feeling. Oh my gosh! The battle of the of the birds. I think the peacocks are for sure coming out on top on that one. No, we don't lose the 15 seeds. That's a Duke and Kentucky thing. Yeah, that's a really good clapback. Actually, we don't do that. The old Lehigh, if you will, right? Wasn't it Lehigh that beat Duke? Yeah. Oh. Wearing some yep. brown, dirty brown jerseys and went out there and just smacked Duke. That is the one thing about those uh, 16-1 matchups, like. I don't know why, but the uniforms catch my eye. Like uniforms just look like it's a 16-1. Like the what was it, Texas AM Corpus Christi and Texas Southern? Was that one of the playing games? Yeah. They had nasty uniforms and not in a good way. They were kind of <laughs> just kind of seemed a little basic. They really didn't pop out like the final four jerseys from yesterday. Like those jerseys looked sick. I love Kansas jerseys. I hate to admit it. I mean, did you see the thing about St. Peter's? Their warm-ups, they didn't even have their logo, like their travel suits, they didn't even have their logo on it. It just said Adidas. It was just like a blue Adidas jumpsuit? Yeah, it didn't even have like a St. Peter's anywhere on it. What? <laughs> have no budget. <laughs> they couldn't afford the embroidery to just put two words on it, let alone um, a logo. But, well, dude, none of our freaking football stuff says Bears football on it. Well, it said no, it never said. It always had some abbreviations in it. It never said bears or football. Out with two T's, a butt, um, some dumb shit like that. But, yeah, getting back to basketball. Sorry, I got off on a tangent. Um, yeah, contrasting uh, uh, games for you two. Um, congratulations, Nick. Sorry for you, Skip. Uh, there will always be next season. A new era for Duke Blue Devils, too. The old John Shire era. So, We'll see how that goes. You, any quick, real quick, any expectations for the first year? I mean, surely not expecting Final Four, but you're always expecting tournament at least, right? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, he's uh, he's got some tough shoes to fill, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, he's – with him being an assistant coach on the staff underneath Coach K for a while now, and he actually played at Duke as well. So he, he knows what it takes. He knows the standard. And um, I believe that they have, again, another uh, – top five recruiting class coming in next season so they uh they honestly shouldn't miss a beat and hopefully they'll be contending for a national championship again next year so 
I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, he's a young guy, so it'll be interesting to see how long he stays there for. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest with you. Nick, you shook your head. Do you know what number they are in the class or just the top well, five? They, I, th I think they're getting the number one overall recruit, and they've got like three of the top and guys again, which I don't get because Coach K is leaving. I'm surprised they even got all those guys. What, are you a little jealous or? Well, yeah, because, I mean, KU hasn't had a five-star recruit in five years. Like, this is the first year, this next year, that's going to be actually a good recruiting class for us. Who is it? Is the Grady Dick guy, is he ranked really high? Yeah, he was the Gatorade National Player of the Year. This year? But he's just, we got lucky because he's from Kansas. We just get the best Kansas guys. What, is he a Kansas City kid? Nice no, Wichita, I think. Uh, Wichita, really? Hmm. Like Shout out Sean Bernard. Sean Bernard's from Wichita. Shout out Mason Stamp. She's from Wichita. Peyton Huesling. He's from Wichita. Oh, my God. Um, so, well, we'll look forward to that uh, next season, Skip. Um, but let's move forward here, boys, to the championship game. Skip, we'll start with you since um, you and I have no bias in this game, even though I might have a little bias um, against Nick. But um, – Skip, your thoughts real quick, just uh, opening thoughts on this uh, North Carolina-Kansas matchup, which probably not very many people picked. No, I would love to see how many brackets uh, people had that exact matchup in. It'd be interesting to see that. But, um, no, it's going to be a great game, man. It's uh, a lot of hype going into it. Uh, you know, Carolina's probably got to be one of the best eight seeds of all time in, in the tournament. I mean, geez, like. They uh they've been playing some unreal basketball in the tournament, and um I think that there's some storylines going into the game. Hopefully, uh, Armando Bacot. Hopefully, he'll be okay. I know he went down with an injury late in the game last night, uh, so hopefully he'll be all good. But I I, I gotta say, man, I, I'm going with Kansas in the national championship. Uh, so shout out shout out to you, Nick. Uh, they are they're loaded and. Um, they're, I mean, they're super fun to watch. Uh, they got a lot of guys stepping up right now. And I mean, Ochai Abaji is just, he's a beast and he does everything and he's shooting lights out right now. So, uh, I mean, if Kansas shoots the way that they did yesterday, and like you mentioned a little bit earlier, Chan, if, if, uh, McCormick, if he plays like that, they're going to be very, very tough to beat. So, uh, it's definitely going to be a bloodbath for sure. I think it's going to be a really close game, but if I had to take a wild guess, I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, I'm thinking a victory from KU. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 84, 84, 78 KU. I love the score. Um, yeah, that, uh, Armando of a coat injury could be big. Uh, I think he's going to play, but, um, I think if it was a healthy, 100% uh, healthy on both sides, the inside, the McCormick versus McCote battle is going to be huge tomorrow. Um, I think mm -hmm. that uh, if if Carolina, if Kansas isn't hitting shots and Carolina can keep Kansas off the offensive glass, because I swear Kansas gets every offensive rebound. It's just ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. But – I think if they can control the glass, they have a chance to win this game. But like you said, Skip, um, before we let before I turn it over to Nick, Kansas is loaded. Uh, their guards are disgusting. I, I love um, it's Jalen, right? Jalen Wilson. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, God, he is fun to watch. I like watching him play. Um, and then obviously Christian Brown is, is really good too. So, um, and again, uh, I'm, I've just been very impressed with Kansas's ability to get down the floor, uh, get the rebound and they are at the basket in like 0.5 seconds. It's insane. So yeah. Nick, how you feeling, uh, before tomorrow? Uh, what time is it right now? We are like, 30 minutes from being 24 hours away from game time. Nick, how you feeling? Um, obviously, this is the team I wanted to win out of the Duke-Carolina game. I think Duke was the most talented left. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they're the one with five NBA players. We've got Ochai, who will be drafted at the very end of the first round, probably, maybe. So, we're good, and I did not want to play Duke. I'm glad I don't have to hear about Coach K any longer. Sorry, Skip. I'm over it. That's all they talked about this whole week. I didn't hear anything about Kansas Villanova for the whole week. Not Every time I came on Sports Center, it was just Duke, North Carolina, Duke, North Carolina. Like they were the only game on. It drove me nuts. Yeah. I'm glad Coach K is gone, retired. <laughs> um, it stinks. Though, because here's if Kansas wins, here's everybody just oh, it was an eight seed, another cakewalk. They got to play an eight seed, but it's North Carolina. It's different when it's a blue blood who's the eight seed. Skip talked about them being like one of the best eight seeds. I think Kentucky was an eight seed when they made the championship game in 2016 or 17 or something like that when they like beat Wichita State when they got their one seed. Or whatever. Is it the Harrison twins? Huh? Was that the Harrison twins? I think so. I don't know. I just know they were an eight seed and like all the Wichita fans were pissed because they got their one seed and they had like Kentucky in the second round. Yeah, I do remember that. They have that and then, I mean, it'll be a good game. It's not going to get out of hand. There's no way. One way or the other. It won't be Kansas-Villanova repeat, I don't think. We're not going to shoot lights out like that. We're not going to, Ochai's not going to go six or seven from three again. Won't happen. But one thing that makes me feel good about the game is the way our defense has been this whole tournament. Juan Harris was all over whoever was on point with the ball for Villanova, whether it was Gillespie or anybody. I mean, he was just running around, poking the ball out, loose balls. We were just turnovers, running with it. I think in the beginning, like half our points, like in the first few minutes, we were just off turnovers. We stripped the ball. We were out running points. So I think we're going to win. Chandler, did you give a score prediction? Like I haven't. I was I was gonna let you uh, go, and then yeah, I, I know you're gonna out. pick North Carolina because you've consistently since they started to play Creighton. You picked Creighton to win, then you picked Providence to win. I'm sure you picked Miami to win. I know you picked Villanova to win. Eventually, you're just gonna have to jump ship and say, you know what, Kansas is gonna win this time. Skip's been right every time. He's taking Kansas every time. He's a smart man. You have not taken them once. You're over. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're honestly right. Um, and I, wait, I guess actually before I go, I got one more question for you. So you said that you like, you love how Kansas defense is playing. What's the one thing that you think like worries you about, like how, uh, here's a better way to say it. How does, how does UNC win this game? Like what has to happen? We, we go out and don't score. I mean, we've, we've had periods throughout this season where it's just like, it seems like we can't score for five, six minutes at a time. I think early in the when we went to Oklahoma State, there was a stretch where we missed 20 straight shots. We went over 20. And so, I mean, there's just periods where it's like, we just can't make shots. And it's like, we're playing great defense. And then all we talk about is like, all the terms like, wow, 
Kansas is only up two because they can't make, they're shooting 30%. So if we are, if we take a lot of threes and miss a lot of threes, I mean, we're in trouble. And if Dave gets in foul trouble, Baycott or whatever his name is, will Mitch can't guard him. No. You saw no. that Mitch even got pushed around there a little bit when McCormick was out at the yeah. end of the with this I thought fouls. that that was I thought that that was going to maybe change that game but it obviously didn't um but it seemed like there for a second they kind of got a little breath of like confidence because Mitch was in in my opinion but um yeah I I agree I think if Kansas isn't making shots obviously hard to win a game but uh one thing that caught my eye yesterday about Kansas that I know can't happen again tomorrow night, and if it does, Kansas will win, is Dewan Harris made at least three or four threes. He, he was three of five at one point, I remember. And I, I bet you built him because the whole season, people just leave him open because they know yeah. he's not going to shoot. They, like, stay off of him like he's, a, like he's a center up there at the top of the key, going to pass it. And they're like, oh, let him shoot. So I think Bill's like, you're a good enough shooter. Just shoot every once in a while so he has to come up on you. They're just I, like, oh, don't even guard him doubling up somebody else down low or something so he can't pass it. It's like he's got to shoot it. Dude, Nova so, did not guard him yesterday. No. <laughs> they were just daring him to shoot it, and we got fortunate that he made three of them. Yeah. Uh, so I severely doubt UNC uses that method. But, <laughs> I mean, it's not a horrible method if you use it and he misses. But if he's going to make them, you can't do that. Um, and so I don't anticipate that from North Carolina. But um, I guess <clears> – <throat> Going forward with my prediction, I think the biggest key to this game is is if Carolina can score, in my opinion. Um, I think Kansas heavily outfavors them in ability to shoot the ball. Um, but I think Carolina's ace in the hole is Caleb Love, who went off last night, dude. He was ridiculous. Um, he's an absolute game changer. Uh, we talked about him. We probably talked about him uh, every episode, I'd say, Skip. But um, – Last night, the play that sticks out to me, coming down to the wire, he drives into the lane, and uh, Bancaro is set up for that charge. He, like, jumps right in front of him and avoids him completely and lays it in. I think Carolina went up by, like, four or five points at that point. Um, it was an unreal play. And if he can continue to get into the lane against uh, KU, um, you know, that sets up guys like Bacote that could have big big days and, and uh, score a lot of points. But – I think, Nick, you made a really good point. I think Kansas's defense is too good right now. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. Um, Duke's defense had gotten better as the tournament went along, but it hadn't been that good before the tournament started, and it really didn't play very well last night either. Um, Carolina kind of got whatever they wanted. Um, and I don't think that's going to be the case against Kansas. Uh, and I also don't think that – this game favors Brady Manic very well either because I think Kansas has big guards that, I mean, how tall is Jalen Wilson? He's at least probably 6'8", right? Brady Manic's what? Yeah, Jalen's 6'8", CB's 6'7". Like, we're just long. And yeah. Athletic, too. They're like, that's why they're good NBA prospects. I mean, Ochai's a short one at 6'5", and we're out right. running with guys who are 6'8", like when we're an NBA team. It's ridiculous, and um, I think guys like that can really affect a player like Brady Manick, who kind of needs separate. He kind of needs space to to get open, and and the, those guys can just cover so much ground. Um, I think that puts him at a real disadvantage, um, and unfortunately, I don't love the way this game shapes up for North Carolina. Um, 
it, it, this is a really difficult matchup. This kind of feels like a Kansas team that's just kind of is ready to do it. Uh, they are still, I heard, yeah, they're still definitely pissed off about uh, 2020 or was it 19 or 20 the season that ever you guys say you would have won? Yeah, 2020. 2020. 17-game um, win streak going into the tournament. It was we were we were the best team that year, without a doubt. Dude, there's there's just gonna be there's gonna be so many good players in this game tomorrow too, man. Like, yeah, not, you know they're they're not just both good teams. There's there's just a lot of standout players. I mean, you got Kansas, you got Ochai, you got Christian Brown, you got McCormick, Jalen Wilson for Carolina. I mean, you got Manic, you got Caleb Love, R.J. Davis. I mean. Um, Chan, I know you're big on Caleb Love. I mean, the dude had 28 last night. He had a massive game. So, uh, not just good teams, a lot of good players in this game. Yeah, I really agree. We, we, I mean, he left Oklahoma because he was scared of Kansas. And now, you know, he gets the championship game and he's got to play Kansas again. So, we'll end his career happily. (laughs) Chased him out of the Big 12, and now we're going to beat him again one last time. Uh, I think Dude, he I left swear, Oklahoma just Brady because of the change. No, he was scared of us. <laughs> Brady Manick looks like Larry Bird out there, man. <laughs> yeah, their games are kind of similar. I liked his the mustache look he had last year when he really was going to marry the Larry Bird style now. Yeah. Now he just looks like Cole out there. Dude, he really looks like Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about Cole dropping 20 on the Jayhawks. I'm worried about that. No. Cole Christensen. Cole I've never, yeah, I've never actually seen him play <laughs> basketball, but I just know he sucks at it. <laughs> he's not an athlete. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, actually, though. He's probably – hopefully he's better than Turner. Turner got bodied by that kid at the wreck <laughs> in that Jamal Charles shirt. Turner, Turner is a liability at the post. I did want to roll my ankle as we're playing you, me, and Allie Thomas against these guys that are probably like in Sig Kai or something stupid. <laughs> Allie did have a much better performance than he did that day, for sure. She also got elbowed in the face. Yeah, she took an elbow. She got physical, and Jordan was out there running away from contact, letting them get rebound. Kind of like Mitch Lightfoot-esque. <laughs> yeah. So, I haven't, uh, <laughs> I haven't given my prediction. I am predicting that North Carolina wins the game. Um, you know, I think they're going to be too much. And the end of the day, uh, you just said that this isn't a good matchup for them, and now they're going to be too much. Yeah. Um, listen to this part of what I said, not what I said earlier. Um, Carolina just too much here at the end of this one. Um, Kansas, they use their best performance of the tournament a game too early, and uh, they come out and they just. They can't, they can't buy a basket tomorrow. Um, and I think it's honestly going to be Carolina 75, Kansas 71. And uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels will be the first eight seed since uh, Kentucky, per Nick Masoner, to have won uh, an NCAA tournament. Well, Kentucky title. didn't win. They lost. Oh, they lost. So Villan- first- I think Villanova is the only eight seed to ever win. And that was in, like, 1985 or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's the highest seed for a team to ever make it to a championship game, and only one eight seed has ever won. Wow. And we had a first ever 15 in the Elite Eight. This tournament's checking off a lot of lists, huh? Um, The last time that North Carolina and Kansas uh, 
played was in the 2008 semifinals and Kansas beat Carolina. Do you know that, Nick? I mean, I know that we beat them to go on to win the national championship there, but I thought we played them since then in the tournament. Um, this says no other teams have matched up more than three besides 1957, North Carolina beat the Jayhawks in the 93 semifinals. Kansas won in 91 and again in the 08 semifinals. I, mean, I think it was talking about, that sounds like Final Four. Uh-huh. Oh, I think there was one maybe. Be in the re- like the Elite Eight or something like that, maybe. Oh, really? But, yeah, we usually play pretty well against them in the tournament, I feel like. Well, I, uh, it's really going to be a good game. Um, real quick, guys, and this goes back to Skip a little bit with Coach K, not to keep bringing him up, but did anybody see that interesting exchange with Armando <laughs> behind the scenes last night? No, I, I don't think so. He went up to Armando Baco, like in the like little corridor, like where the locker rooms are. And Armando's outside the locker room. Coach K comes up to him and like starts like rubbing his, rubbing Armando's belly and like telling him good game and stuff. Kind of odd. Did it, not it, see it, that, and I'm glad I didn't see that. <laughs> I highly, I highly recommend you go look at it on Twitter. Um, it's an interesting play from the guy. What's his obsession with going and talking to the other team after the game? He did that uh, with Oregon. Remember when he like scolded Dylan Brooks or whatever? <laughs> Yeah, no, he uh, – I, I don't know if, like, him doing that is – I don't know what his intentions are with that, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know if that's coming from, like, partially from the other guys just having so much respect for him that, like, that's that's partially on them wanting to do that, or I don't know if that's just him completely going out of his way to – show respect to those guys like I, I really don't know and it's it, it's kind of one of those things I, I obviously love coach K and dude let me tell you man I was I was watching the game at Alehouse last night in Westport with uh with the, with the boys and I was decked out of course in my in my Duke gear and I mean I was just catching heat left and right for Duke I mean yeah. not just Duke but coach K I mean like clearly a lot of people don't like him and um and I think that it's you know I think kind of like Masoner said I'll be the first to admit he's a great coach he had an, an amazing career obviously you know I'm, I'm sad to see him go but I think that there's just I think people don't like him because there's so much just kind of like Hollywood antics that revolve around him a lot and it's just kind of like a like a saga, like kind of like you said, Nick. You know, all you heard about this week was Duke and North Carolina and and Coach K. And like he just he kind of just overtakes the spotlight a lot, and um, I think that that's why people don't like him because you know, kind of kind of like a like a New England Patriots esque type of thing. Like they're dominant, they're really really good, they're historically a great franchise or a great program, but just no one likes them. So I think that that's kind of the same with Duke, so to speak. And they cheat. Uh, Tom Brady, clearly documented cheater. Um, <laughs> so, I mean. Except Duke, Duke does not cheat. And uh, no, no, no deflate gates. Well, <laughs> Nick has no room to talk. But as a fan of neither Kansas nor Duke, they both cheat. Uh, 
you don't get the FBI called on you for a minor infraction, Kansas. Yeah. And then Duke, you ever heard of Zion? <laughs> I mean, Chan, I think that I really think that almost every program probably cheats to some extent. I do. You know, I, I hope. I hope not. I hope that I'm I hope that I'm wrong about that in every way, shape, or form, but uh, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So. Well, no. Kansas was cheating. We'd have better, we'd have more t- five-star recruits. So obviously we're not cheating. Really? We have too much integrity as a, you know, good Midwest background roots, just good people at the university of Kansas. And those Duke, you get towards the coast, <laughs> dirty. <laughs> yeah. Airline or- too. I mean, that, 20 years of academic cheating. Duke's doing this, paying people millions of dollars, probably. Can't trust Was him. It, didn't you have a player named like Silvio D'Souza that, you know, was like given a car or some shit? And... No, I don't. I don't think oh, he got a car. He almost hit oh, somebody was... with a chair and he got in trouble. Remember that? <laughs> when he... Oh, okay. And he, yeah. was with, he, was, he was with Chattanooga this year. Yeah, he was actually. They they played pretty well. They should have beaten Illinois. They yeah, they blew that out. game. Um, but, dude. Okay, so I guess in closing, um, will anybody have any final thoughts on the game, real quick, that they want to address? Nick, anything for me? Kansas seventy-eight, Carolina sixty-six. Okay. Okay. KU seventy-eight, right? So, so yeah. Masoner, is that is that like a 78 66 score is that just a a domination from the jump like is no, that a, it's, a, it's a it's a dominating last eight minutes yeah i was gonna uh, say like you know like a like a 46 point too. four to six point deficit you know yeah. majority of the game and then they kind of pull away with free throws at the end type of thing yeah but you know i wouldn't be surprised if it's uh no lead changes like the villanova game we might lead the whole way I mean, we're, their biggest supporter, Roy Williams, all tournament will have something to pay you on. That just goes to show you that we're due for the win, dude. We'll and that's what's crazy about those games yesterday, bro, is that there was not one lead change in the Kansas game, and the Duke and Carolina game, there was like twenty lead changes, yeah. <laughs> and like an insane amount in the last two minutes alone. So, uh, yeah, no, Chan, I think. Uh, I can't remember. I think I went with uh, 84-78 Kansas with my final score. 84-78. That's high. I like it, though. Um, And I'm going 75-71 heels. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, just had the the most important game of their season was last night. They don't even care about this next game. No, what they wanted to do is they wanted to make it they wanted to make it harder on themselves by playing the sem- the tougher game in the semifinals. They have an easier game here um, because, I mean, let's face it, Kansas breezes through their side of the bracket. Uh, they don't have a two or a three seed after the second day of the tournament. Not our fault. Um, and they end up playing Miami and uh, to go, that was to go to the final four. I mean, come on, dude. They haven't even been we tested. Just- North Carolina beat St. Peter's to go to yeah, the Final Four. Who's easier? Way different. St. Peter's has the whole country behind them. They go on this historic run. They go to the Elite Eight. Like they had a legit chance to win that game before the game. Miami had no chance. They weren't really even supposed to be in the tournaments. They were up six at half. What do you mean no chance? And then they go, and then they literally decide the first off, Kansas brings out their three best players and the refs. 
and then and then Miami can't make a shot. They score 15 points in the second half. That's never going to happen again. Kansas is the luckiest team. And then they face Nova in the Final Four, and their best player just ha- tore his Achilles with 20 seconds left in the game, dude. That's just it's just so unfortunate. They're going up against – and then, you know, if I wanted to keep going, Armando Bocco tweak, tweaks his ankle. So he's definitely not going to be 100%. Probably going to play, but not going to be 100%. Oh, quit. I've got the heels. They they overcome they overcome tomorrow night. And they, they hoist the trophy in baby blue. I actually should have worn my favorite baby blue shirt. Maybe I'll wear baby blue tomorrow to, to the office because – you're allowed to wear I'll be, I'll be pretty I'll be pretty sick to my stomach if if Carolina hoists the trophy tomorrow and cuts the nets. I mean, God, dude. You like, would rather have Kansas win? I mean, I, I really I really hate both teams, but <laughs> yeah, like I would much rather see Kansas win than, than Carolina. I mean yeah, God. But be- yeah, I mean like that'd be like that'd be like me and you, Chan, like cards and cubs. That'd be like the freaking Cubs knocking us out of the playoffs in the National League and then cheering for the Cubs in the World Series. Like, no chance. So Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, and that'd I mean, be like – I would I would never cheer for MU to win the National Championship against anybody, even if it was Duke. I'd be like, oh, Duke, please kill him. Yeah, yeah. so I'm definitely, I'm definitely rolling with KU tomorrow. But, dude, like you said, man, I, I could see it. I mean – I can see it going either way. It's it's going to be a great game. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if either either team won. So uh, I think that that's going to, you know, that's going to be the beauty of it tomorrow. It's just going to be really who shows up and really who plays their best game. Um, and, you know, it. Uh, what, what did Kansas shoot yesterday, Nick, as far as percentage-wise? No, oh, I don't know. I didn't watch this – I mean, they didn't – Villanova got right back into it with threes. I know that. They shot – they made just as many threes as we did. Because, yeah. Kansas, I mean, Kansas shot 53.7% from the field, 54.2 behind the arc. See, that's not unreal. That's just an average afternoon for the Hawks, dude. So, yeah. All, all I'm saying is, is if they shoot like that, they're, they're going to be hard to beat tomorrow. So, um, hey. Yeah. Who knows, man? O- Ochai Abaji, the dude is a stud. Yeah, he is. He's only 6'5", Nick. Yeah. Damn. I thought he was a 6'9 guy. No, I wish. Yeah, that's he, he, honestly he'd be a, a lot better. <laughs> I, it's kind of more impressive that he's that good at only being that tall, really. That's, I didn't realize that Christian Brown was taller than him. Interesting. Well... It should be a great, uh, great uh, championship game tomorrow. A great conclusion to March Madness, boys, um, and a great conclusion to the college basketball edition. Skip, um, glad to have Nick on with us for the last episode. Um, I don't know. May- well, maybe we'll do a recap. I don't know. We can talk about it. What do you think about that, Skip? Dude, I w- I would love a recap. Yeah, one hundred percent. Me here. You're, you're the man with the plan, so just uh, just let me know when and where, and I'll be there. So true. Uh, if uh, if Kansas wins, uh, we'll have Nick back on, but if not, we'll we'll spare him. We won't make him come back on. <laughs> I wouldn't accept the Zoom invite if Kansas lost. I won't even acknowledge your text messages tomorrow. 
Oh, come on. You know, I'm a, I'm a good sport about it. No, it, it'll be North Carolina two, Kansas zero, and you'll already be going, oh, they're too much. The heels are too much. They've been playing for 30 seconds, made one layup, and you'll be losing. <laughs> yeah, that actually does kind of sound like me, i got to be honest. But, um, well, enjoy watching the game tomorrow, fellas. Um, I would imagine we will be doing some texting during it. Um, this episode was fun. Uh, boys, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you having us. Go Heels.